Hello, and welcome to Black Girl Squeak, the podcast where we celebrate Black film genius with a smile. I am, am your co-host, Enda. I am known as Enda's Corner on the Twitters. I'm Didi. I go by Just Daughter. And together, collectively, we are at Black Girl Squeeb, where you can find us on Twitter, Tumblr, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. As I said before, I am at Endo's Corner um, on Twitter. DD is at Dust Art on Twitter. The collective podcast is at Black Girl Squeeb on, tr- on Twitter. And if you'd like to email us, give us feedback or anything on the show, we are BlackGirlSquee at gmail.com. The podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and your favorite podcatcher by using our RSS feed. And, of course, all episodes can be found at our um, host home, blackgirlsquee.simplecast.com. And a bit of housekeeping. We do have a spoiler policy, which is we spoil shit. Sorry, and we are not sorry. (laughs) Also, we squee really loud, we cuss a lot, and we talk about dick. And, again, we are not sorry because we are grown. And this especially not okay. sorry. She's looking forward to it. So, okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> with that, we can get into a bit of squee-worthy news. It's a TV. Would you like to Sure. take that away? Yeah. We also talk, talk shit about each other because we ain't shit. Um, squee-worthy news. Um... Uh, one of us more than the other hey hey okay whatever (laughs) in this corner i-n-d-a-s-c-o-r-n-e-r see (laughs) exactly (laughs) school you worthy news um first up a black lady sketch show has been renewed for season two at hbo and this news was announced um, with two episodes left in season one. And uh, people who are familiar with the show know that uh, Black Lady Sketch Show has a core cast that includes Robin Thede, Ashley Nicole Black, Gabriel Dennis, and Quinta Brunson. And it's executive produced by Issa Rae, who you know from Insecure. And, uh, you know, uh, there's been mixed, mixed reviews of the show, but who cares? Um, it's still breaking ground and it's renewed for season two. So either watch or don't. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy it. (laughs) I think it's funny as hell. It's for you. It's just way out there off and like it takes... Yeah, it takes these twists and turns. I did not see that shit coming. Yeah, <laughs> that's, how, like, that's okay. how sketches are supposed to be. And like, most of the people that are yeah. complaining that they don't get it, or they don't think it's very funny, it's probably not made for them. <laughs> yeah, probably. So, you know, most of the, most of the, 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 yeah, most of the complaints that I've seen on that cesspool that is Twitter 
have been coming from people who aren't black ladies. So, yeah, you know, yeah, take it how you want. Exactly. Anyway, to all of the black ladies involved with a black lady sketch show, we give a big All right. And uh, up next, one of our absolute favorites around here. If, I hope you've seen it by now, but if you haven't, please go get your life. Lapita Nyong'o graces the cover of Vanity Fair. And oh, it is a gorgeous cover mm-hmm. and, you know, a gorgeous uh, spread as well. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Lapita Nyong'o, she says she gets her style from her mom and her aunts. Aw. Wait, is it her mom or her grandma that's in the pictures with her? Because she's... She did pictures with one of, I think it was her grandma. There's, there's like a picture of her with her grandma, and it's, it's, it's gorgeous. Anyway, she says, I find I love the elegant, the classic, the simple, but I also like the outrageous and the quirky and the almost accidental, which I'm not surprised considering, hell, she's doing such a great job in horror right now, so I'm not really surprised with that at all. Anyway, her family immigrated to Mexico from Kenya seeking asylum, and, um... According to Nyango, the TV adaptation of Ameri- uh, Americana is very close to rolling the cameras. And if you remember um, that, Denai Guerrera is um, attached to write the screenplay or has written the screenplay if that is close to rolling the cameras. And this is the second time, I'm, as far as I know, that they've uh, worked together with Denai Guerrera writing something that Lapita has started in with their, their stage show. Yeah, Eclipsed. So, um, huh? Eclipsed. Was the name of the play, the Broadway play that Denai wrote and Lapita starred in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, to Lapita Nyong'o and to um, everything that she's doing right now, her success and her visibility, we give a big Stacey Abrams is one of Bustle.com's rule breakers. Um, the, there is a story about her with uh, 10 other women. Um, but her, her profile is really uh, interesting. Um, it talks about her <laughs> growing up in Mississippi and her parents are educated but poor. Um, she went to she went to undergrad at Spelman, uh, got a master's at University of Texas, and then a law degree from Yale, and worked in Georgia legislature for ten years before becoming minority leader. And of course, uh, in two thousand seventeen, she ran for governor <coughs> of Georgia. Um, yes, and you know if it weren't for less than two percentage points in voting she would have been uh government and you know that's within the margin yeah, of let's error, face it. So we know she actually of, got it yeah no, let, let's be let's be real we know she actually got it yeah we actually know she did it's totally a, Ooh, a the cheating thing. and the yeah yeah straight up cheating Fuck that guy. Um, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> anyway, she's gone on to do 
uh, a lot of work and education behind uh, voter registration. Uh, she launched uh, the New Georgia Project uh, Voter Registration Initiative in 2013, and she now works with three different nonprofits uh, that are uh, uh, working to make voting fair. Um, and you'll like these names. Uh, one of them is called Fair Fight, which trains and staffs <coughs> voter protection yes. teams in battleground states. There's Fair Count to advocate for fair collection of 2020 census data, very important. And Fair Fight 2020 to train polling workers in the next election, presidential election. Hmm. So she's focused. Hey. <laughs> she's focused. Yes. Um, yes. So that the people in 2020 don't go through the, what she went through in 2017. Um, yes. So, yeah, she had she had some great things to say. I really liked what she said about, um, um, you know, white friends that you know just because they count her as a friend doesn't mean <laughs> doesn't mean she counts them as a friend. It's got to be you know even give and take. <laughs> it's good. It's a good article. I'm gonna have to link to it in the show notes. It's a good article. No, the funny thing is, you know, she was probably talking about somebody specific. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. is fucking, I'm here for it. Yeah. So, um, to Stacey Abrams, we give a big squeeze. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of more black girl awesomeness. Lisa Leslie may get a statue at the Staples Center. Uh, Lisa Leslie, uh, if you are at all familiar with the WNBA, she was drafted to the LA Sparks in 1997, which is when I believe the league began, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, she retired in 2009. She has a fuck ton of accomplishments. Mm -hmm. She's a three-time WNBA MVP. She is a two-time WNBA champion and a finals MP MVP. She has also won four Olympic gold medals. And that was just, that's just, the LA that's just a little bit. Um, she's also <laughs> yeah. like an eight-time all-star, yeah. and there's there's a lot more Ooh. in the article. <laughs> like, it goes on yeah. and on. <laughs> yeah, I know deal. you, but you know, <laughs> try to, yeah. <laughs> we try not to be here all day. Right. <laughs> but uh, the LA Sparks uh, managing... Um, my partner, Eric Holloman, he said that we believe Lisa deserves a statue and plan to make um, that part of the lease renewal discussion with AEG, which should take place in the next week or two. And also the president of the Staples Center agrees. Uh, he said that we plan to discuss the timing and placement of a permanent statue at Staples Center honoring one of the great all-time WNBA players, Lisa Leslie. And um, shouldn't be surprised. I don't know how... I, a while, which is kind of surprised to see that she is she she's going to be like the first woman to have her have her statue outside the Staples Center just to be immortalized that way. And I'm like, why am why am I surprised at that? But I, she is. Mm -hmm. And so. the first, probably the first NBA WNBA player ever to get a statue. Yeah. If it happens, so. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, this well, will be the first of many. <laughs> Yes, yeah. 
So uh, to Lisa Leslie, we give a big So next up, keeping on our sports kick, Serena Williams is in the U.S. Open Finals. And she's bas- if you've been watching the games or just keeping up with the news stories, she's, she's pretty much breezed through. <coughs> um, mm. she, this will give her her chance to win a 24th Grand Slam title and tie... Um, the record holder, uh, whose name escapes me at this time. Um, she's been battling injury in previous tournaments, and maybe that's why she's been uh, getting through matches so easily. Like, her quarterfinal match was 44 minutes. Her <laughs> semifinal match was 70 minutes. Like, she's been taking these, of course... You know, the little, the first round match with uh, Sheridopa was um, <laughs> an hour. So, she, this yeah. is, she's been going through these rounds. It's it's really the definition of light work. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, so, you, I guess you can chalk that up to just being injury free. And uh, she says... I just had a really tough year with injuries, mostly bad luck. I just needed to get injury free. And uh, <coughs> he's cruising. So hopefully good things will happen at the finals. I think the finals are today when we're taping. So um, yeah, I think so. Sometime this weekend. Uh, so as always, good luck to the greatest, Miss Serena Williams. And to her, we give a big squeeze. Also, just kind of want to give a shout out to um two of um her um Venus and Serena's proteges, Naomi um uh, and um Coco, because they are they are just um. Yeah, they just had a match. I think yeah, Naomi won, and um, but they just showed like a really great you know uh, show of, of sportsmanship and just kind of I think refusing to um, refusing to kind of play into the the whole robbery thing you mm-hmm. know. So so want to give a shout out to them and you know some black girls and black girls are starting to take over tennis and I'm here for it. <laughs> yep, we talked about it on the second episode of. Consolidating the Intangibles. Plug, plug, plug. <laughs> so, uh, if you want to, plug. yeah, if you want to hear about it uh, in detail, you can check out the second episode of CTI, which is on the same feed. Uh, so, check that out. Um, yeah, we had a good time talking about that too. Uh, yeah. All right. Okay. So up next, just uh, briefly, uh, you may have heard of this, you know, just this guy. His name is Lil Nas X, mm-hmm. and he released his highly anticipated uh, new video for Panini. And in it, you may see a familiar face. That is our little Sky Jackson in the Panini video. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I kind of saw like what he had on and just kind of the whole vibe of it. And I know everybody was saying it kind of feels like Tron. It kind of feels to me like Tron meets Missy Elliott, though. Yeah, yeah, like. Because there's something very, yeah, there's something very Missy-like about that, about that look. Yeah, the when when he performed on the VMAs, um, you know, people were making all these other kind of comparisons instead of the most obvious one, which is Missy Elliott, who was mm-hmm. who basically yeah. tore the stage <laughs> down <laughs> at the same yeah. event. So yeah, if anything, he's yeah. he's taking a page from her book. So yeah, yeah. You know, a very futuristic kind of um, look to the videos, and yeah, that's what Missy's all about. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. As for Sky, you know, Jackson, I need to see her in more things because I mean, we don't get to see teenage black girls like they don't get the same type of you know clout. They don't get the same type of opportunities. I mean, you would have fucking. Jennifer Lawrence play a teenager and well until she's 35 mm-hmm. instead of, you know, giving a black girl, you know, who's actually that age, you know, a lead in the film. And she, she should, she's so cute. Mm-hmm. She's such a cute girl, you know, just like put her in more stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so Sky Jackson. Yeah. Hmm? yeah. Go ahead. Okay. All right. So Sky Jackson and Lil Nas X, we give a big squeeze. Okay, um, a little bit more music news <coughs> as Lizzo earns her first number one song uh, with "Truth Hurts," uh, <laughs> which is wild because it's about <laughs> two years after it first came out. Yes. Uh, but it's gotten a boost from her performance at the VMAs. And mm-hmm. um, there's also a remix that just came out uh, featuring the baby. And um, it, it helps that it was on, they added it to uh, her album, Because I Love You. And I don't know, man, I guess it just takes a couple years. <laughs> people to (laughs) appreciate a good song (laughs) these days I don't know Uh, I don't know girl that song was my top five in 2017 (laughs) it was it was like there was maybe only one other song I had before it because when I do my year end countdown there was like only one other song before that I forget what it was though exactly but you don't forget truth hurts so yeah, it's hard to get that no, song out no. of your head once it's in there. Yeah. 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 It really is. I've tried. <laughs> so, <laughs> but you know, some some songs are so good they go number one after two years. So to Lizzo, um, yeah, <laughs> who joins just a handful, literally a handful of black women who've gone number one this year. Yeah, and I think she's the only one solo who who isn't like with somebody or featured or who isn't featured. Mm. So, first solo. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's 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 a shame. So um, mm-hmm. to Lizzo, 
We give a big Okay, so take a trip to any <laughs> corner. All right. Okay, so I'm gonna try to be quick as usual. Uh, there are gonna be a few new releases come upcoming this month and beyond. Uh, if you have heard of the British R&B singer um, Mahalia, she has an album Love and Compromise um, coming up. And she actually has had some good singles that I like, so I'll, I'll wait to see what the um, album is sounding like. I just hope it's like, because like a lot of albums that I listen to by these girls, they'll have singles that I like. But then when I get to the album, I'm underwhelmed. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping, you know, that this is a good solid album that she's put together because I, I like what she's done so far. Yeah, I really like that song, and, Grateful, because um, she got that Jameer Quiet yeah. sample on there. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that morning glory, man. Yeah. I had to go back and find yes. that song. Yes, and remember how much I love that song. Yes. so good for her for big for digging that song mm-hmm. out. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> so I'm a fan just for that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and um, also Brittany Howard is set to release her solo album called Jamie. I think we talked about this a little um, earlier. This is um, named after her sister, uh, Jamie, who died when she was 13. Mm-hmm. But uh, that album is set to be released on the 20th, so about another two weeks we should have that album. I like what's been coming out so far because the songs that have been out so far are good. And so, you know, I'm... I mean, I, I liked Alabama Shakes anyway, so, and to me, she was Alabama Shakes. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I don't know, I'm thinking this album is going to be, you know, be, be really good. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually thought it was going to be this, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I thought it was going to be this month, but actually a couple of weeks ago, Sunny War released her album, Shell of a Girl. Um, that's her, I think it's the second full-length album, or it's, um, Yes, I think it's the second of the, because there was an EP before and then an album uh, from a couple of years ago and Shell of a Girl, which I actually did have a chance to listen to um, in advance, uh, which I explained on the show a couple of months ago. And it's a really good album. I, I like her stuff. So, I mean, if you want to check that out. And there's an interview that she did with um, the Daily Bandcamp, if you know you like that site. So you can go check that out. Uh, another one that I really, really love, this woman, Sudan Archives. She's just released the first single, um, Confessions, off of her upcoming album, Athena. But that's not due out till November 1st. So, gotta wait a couple of months for that. But uh, Sudan Archives, uh, she's a violinist. I want to say she's a self-taught violinist. And um, she uses a lot of, like, looping technology when she does her work, so... I actually go and look up her stuff on YouTube and watch her perform live. It's, I love her work. And um, her uh, previous EP with um, Come Away on it, you, you know, Queen Kunta, that's a damn good EP. And so I'm looking forward to this album. And um, finally, another woman I love, Vagabond. She is seizing her new album with... Um, shit, I was just listening to the single. <laughs> but anyway, she... Um, uh, has her upcoming album, which is due out next month, I believe October 
October 20th. No, not, not the 20th, like, okay, it's due out next month, October 1st. It's due out October 1st. And um, she actually is the cover story in this um, magazine, London and Stereo, which you can read online. It's um, They put it up in, um, I think it's called Issue, I-S-S-U, so you can, you know, flip pages in that. And the interview was done by um, Stephanie Phillips of Big Joni, which is a, they're a, a punk group out of, um, out of London. And so um, you can read that, you know, about the, her in this interview that she did. And um, her, um, actually her album before that, Infinite Worlds, gorgeous. I love that album. And so I'm really looking forward to this one. And you can check out, um, I had it, was just listening to it like right before we um, connected. And <laughs> I forgot the name of it already. But yeah, uh, she's another one whose work I really do enjoy. So um, we'll be featuring a lot of the stuff that I'm talking about here on the next show because I didn't do a show last week because I was not feeling my best and I needed to rest. And so you can find these types of um, music, these types of artists on the Black Swan Collective. And I am, um, I post that on Mixcloud, Mixcloud uh, slash Indalorn. You want to listen to that. That is the Black Swan Collective and also in those corner audio essays found oh, at yeah. mixcloud.com yeah. slash Inda Lauren, I-N-D-A-L-A-U-R-Y-N. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But yeah. Thank you for that trip to Inda All right, corner. so <laughs> you are welcome. And uh, we got some more good stuff coming up. And so with that, we are going to talk about Prince. Yay, body roll. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> so who we got up for this week in that print? Um, I, uh, I guess we have a two for this time. Because I, yes. couldn't, I couldn't decide. Uh, so... First up, we have we have two actors. Uh, first up, we have Tyler James Williams, who um, we've kind of seen him grow up in a way. First yes. saw him as a kid in Everybody Hates Chris, and um, he he used to be on The Walking Dead. Uh, he was on Criminal Minds Beyond Borders before that got canceled. And I think he's on Whiskey Cavalier. Um, he's, 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 he's done a lot of TV. Heard of that. He's, he's done a lot of TV. So, yeah. um, but um, most recently he's been on a Black Lady Sketch Show. <laughs> Yeah, this great, um, this this great sketch with I think it was Quinta Brinson, where um, I think yeah. mm-hmm. one one of them's yep. a Cardi B fan, one of them's a Nicki Minaj fan, and they see each other across a crowded club, <laughs> and it's basically it's it's basically <laughs> um, about it's basically Romeo 
and Juliet laid over um yes <laughs> this, yeah. this battle between stands <laughs> Nicki Minaj and Cardi B stands so <laughs> it's really it's, I, it's really it was really oh, cute man. it was really cute and um it was it really was so uh anyways and and he looked good he looked good and that's it so yes it was, it was really cute yeah um and uh, he is posting all kinds of shirtless pics on the gram. So definitely <laughs> check him out there if you're into thirst traps. Uh, he's at Will Tyler James on Instagram. Uh, so. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. Yep. Also, um, I like to give him a shout out because um, it was a it was a couple of months ago. Yeah, that somebody I don't know who this was or why it was even uh, brought up, but somebody decided to use him as an example of something about like why apparently why you know black men need to date white women or you know just kind of um, touting that and encouraging that. And he went off. He said, look, I date whoever I'm vibing with at the time, but don't dare use my relationship to try to say, you know, try to come sideways at black women like this because you're not going to do it, you know. And I'm like, you know what? It's that simple. <laughs> it really is that simple. Right. And so we all just sitting here like, okay, yeah, thank you. Got it. Because, yeah, because Basically, that's that's it. He's like, you know, because we don't care who he's dating. But he's like, but you're not going to sit here and talk bad about black women <laughs> and not, not try to use my relationship as an example, you know, for that. Not going to do it. So, like, Tyler, go ahead. <laughs> Good job. Good job. So, yes. Um, and. Uh, another actor. Uh, Want to big up is La Zalanza. Uh, he is an Afro-Cuban actor. Uh, oh. And um, uh, he is from California. Uh, I think the most recent thing he's been in is. Uh, the show on Amazon Prime called The Boys, which is based on a really just uh, a terrible um, graphic novel by a really <laughs> a, oh. a, a, a writer that I really oh. do not like, but yeah. I could go on and on and on about that terrible graphic novel, but uh, people really yeah. like the TV show. <laughs> And he is in it, and um, they were renewed for a second season, so they're working on that. Surprise, surprise. And um, but uh, he's he's been in a lot of stuff. He's been in Stomp the Yard, Jarhead, um, Miracle at Saint Anna, um, <clears throat> and um, what's interesting to me 
is uh, he's alum, so he went to Howard and got a um, <laughs> marketing degree. And he actually worked at Merrill Lynch before <laughs> before uh-huh. becoming an actor, which is wild. Um, okay. So, yeah. hey, well, you know, if the acting don't work out, he got something to fall back on, I guess. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so, uh, that that is uh, that is Laz Alonzo. Um, there was something on Twitter where um, people were. <laughs> They, I think he, he was on some radio show and they were um, confused about his ethnicity. You know, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know you were black. Okay. I thought you were just Latino. Uh, like, if you look uh, at this man, you can't. <laughs> how you going to say, I didn't know you were uh, black? Look, if you look at him, he looks like a black man. Okay. Because he is a black man. He's also Latino. So um, he basically broke it down for him that people get caught up on where, on where, um, not on where um, Uh, the slave ships picked people up. Where we originated from, where the boat dropped us off. Yeah. Instead of. But where they dropped us off. Yeah. Okay, that's why his name looked familiar. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, because so, I saw that and I'm like ah uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he he said you know people get so caught up on where the boats drop uh, people off instead of the fact that we're all coming, we were all taken from the same place. So um, mm-hmm. you know me he was he was like me being Cuban isn't gonna stop people from. You know, is isn't gonna stop a cop from shooting me, or you know, gonna stop discrimination? Because yep. people don't see that right away. They see the black first, and he he actually said yep. he actually said I'm black first. You know, so <clears throat> so yeah. So shout out to him. Um, also, yeah. H U. So <laughs> I didn't. I didn't, <laughs> I, did, I didn't know that before. I didn't know that before. Um, I looked. I, I looked him up. So you know. So good for him, and you know, continued success. Even though I fucking hate that graphic novel and Garth Ennis. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I got. Um, I get, you know, we don't have a catch the fade. I could talk more in depth about Garth Ennis, but you know, it's not, it's not really within the purview of our, <laughs> of our show. I don't really have anything to do with black girls. I mean, well, I mean, it could, but because I mean, I'm not hearing the best things about that show because I mean, it sounds about as problematic as the as the source material but of course oh no 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 the source material to... is so much worse it's so much worse okay because it's okay because um there's still like this thing where you want to get away with you know this sort of equal opportunity offending but you know and call it you know edgy or whatnot 
this one, but well, you know, I haven't seen the show as much as I like Carl Urban. I still haven't watched the show. So. Oh, believe me, Garth Ennis is king of the Edge Lords. King. Mm. So um, mm. he wrote Preacher, and then he wrote uh, he wrote this okay. to out Preacher Preacher. And it's just full of, it's full of sexual assault and abuse that, you know, does nothing for the plot. Not that I don't, I just don't see how it ever could. And, um, just, just, uh, just, uh, be sorted. Uh, it's full of, um, slurs against people. Uh, different genders Ooh. and um, races and it's it's yeah it's true edgelord stuff um, and you know the the TV show is only is watered down like, because and sanitized a little bit because they can't do all the crappy stuff they do in the uh, comic book in the TV show um so yeah i'm i'm glad that you know i haven't seen too much of talk about it on the timeline so Mm, i've curated my timeline well but it's it's a show (laughs) it's a show it's a check get you get your money lazalonza um yeah i think yeah i think anything that i saw about it like it people like okay it could have been could have been more than what it was, but this is what happens when white dudes are in charge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. if you're basing it off yeah. of that material. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And okay. I don't know why certain people keep adapting his shit, Seth Rogen. <laughs> oh, Lord. But so there's your fade. We weren't going to have catch okay. the fade. There's a fade. I guess we can talk about <laughs> yeah. this this white woman that keeps putting her foot in her mouth and and getting rewarded for it. Girl. Like, Girl. she is proof that cancel I culture mean, look, is not a thing. Because she would have been canceled. Thank you. Thank you. I'm like, if if cancel culture um, were a thing, my ass would have been out as soon as she started uh, supporting like this um, anti-Palestine um, you know, company that, and doing just like really awful, you know, commercials for them, something like that. And she's, you know, that was like a couple of years ago. And like, she would have been, she would have been canceled for that if you know, cancel culture were real. But now, girl, what are you doing? Just what are you doing? And and it's like not it's not the first time she has done some shit like this. Like it's like every time she opens her mouth, some trash falls out. Mm-hmm. It's not the first, or second, or third time. It's just it's really bad, but. Every damn time. Oh, 
Is she that pretty? I'm like, girl, you got the most trash ass politics. I don't. Nobody. She that got pretty. the most trash ass politics. And, and thank you. And she's not that good. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's not, not that, that good at her job. No, no, not at all. No. Not and then constantly taking roles from people, from women of color, from Asian women specifically, who really could have used that role and would have done a much better job in it. Hmm. I love my neighbors. Okay. But yeah, I mean, see, this is... <laughs> Like I was saying before earlier, this is why, you know, even black feminists, you know, other women of color and, you know, in feminism, why we completely distinguish ourselves from white feminists. Because I swear there will be, because I can guarantee you, there are going to be some white women who want to, you know, say, oh, but we have to support her, you know, for sisterhood or some shit. Like, no, 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 fuck that. No. <laughs> She ain't trying to support these Asian women she's stealing roles from. They're trans Nobody people. got to support her. She's trying to, she was trying to take roles from. And she sure as fuck ain't supporting Dylan Farrow. Wow. Because, I mean, that girl has been, has been for years, for years now, telling them what that man did to her. But, and y'all are sitting there saying she's lying and just publicly calling her a liar. But support women, I guess. Wow. All the all all these white women getting ready to watch that Black Widow movie that's ten years late and you know, right? And nobody wants anymore. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh we gotta support because they did her wrong in this last movie and all this stuff. But I don't give a fuck. Me either, thank this you. Is, this is one movie that's not going to see a dime on my money. I mean, I haven't seen Endgame. Nope. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I don't care. I don't care. So, there, there's your catch the fade. That wasn't really. Yeah. Because we, we tired. <laughs> yeah. But man, that's just she. She just gets on my goddamn nerves. It's just, it really does just irk me when people that awful and then they're mediocre on top of that. Right. Just keep failing up. Yeah, failing. It upward. just, it just irks me. Yes, it is. It is because we out here busting our ass, working, working day jobs, trying, mm -hmm. and also you know doing this in our spare time. Where's our failing yeah. upwards? Why can't we fail upwards? Anyway. I know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We, we not white. <laughs> Whiteness is a hell of a drug. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, woman's vocab. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, today's woman's vocab word is wage theft. Wage theft occurs when a worker doesn't receive legally or contractually promised wages. It occurs in a number of forms, including withholding a last paycheck at the end of a job, withholding overtime, withholding payment for all hours worked, and withholding all due payments. It also occurs when an employer does not pay at least minimum wage, and 
um, as we have also seen now, which is probably why I thought of this, when an employee steals tips. Oh. So, yeah, DoorDash looking at you. Yeah, I was just about to say, shout out to DoorDash. <laughs> these are the people. I keep like I, these horror stories about, yeah. These other ones yeah. are probably doing it too. We just don't know. Sorry. I mean, Uber Eats has so many damn fees. Yeah. What's the service fee and the delivery fee? Why do I have to pay both of those on top of the tip? Where's all that money going? Yeah. Yeah. See, part of that was why I thought it was too, because um, um, with Uber Eats as well, because um, I listened to another uh, podcast called Single Simulcast. They do like several different um, types of um, uh, a podcast on their feed too. And the last one was... um a show they were talking about these horror stories from you know like uber eats and doordash and so it's like th- this i have to say a lot of that was like on the drivers but also just having just overall terrible service and stuff and so but it was actually kind of funny you know if you listen to that but it's like still i really don't care like if you are <laughs> this is why i don't order um from any place that doesn't already have their own delivery service like if you, I don't, because, yeah, like I said, those fees are just, you order, like, you order, like, four bucks or something from McDonald's, you end up paying, like, 34 for it. For real. Like, for real. Why? You could get a and $10 on top sandwich, of and it's, it, the order ends up being, like, $25 yes. on because of fees. Yeah. And, and then on top of that, the driver is barely getting anything of that. So why did you pay, um, charge me all of this? If the driver is not getting paid, I mean, yeah. So that's one thing. I'm like, yeah, y- y'all not worth it. <laughs> y'all not worth it. So, and then on top of that, Stephanie's p- driver's out of their money. I just can't respect that at all. Okay, so I guess that means. We have come to the end of our show. Like I said, we are Black Girl Squeak on Twitter, Tumblr, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Uh, you can find me at Ender's Corner on Twitter. You can find Dee Dee at Dust Daughter on Twitter and also wherever else she is online. And you can find us collectively at Black Girl Squeak on Twitter. And you can also email us at BlackGirlSqueak at gmail.com. Uh, as we've said, the podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and your favorite podcatcher by using our RSS feed. And all of our episodes are up at blackgirlsquee.simplecast.com. So until next time, bye. Bye.